Hey, yeah. I know you jamming over there. And that's cool. That's all right. This is what we do here, man. Get live, get loose, get lit. You know what it is. It is the one and only I Am Bull Podcast here on Anchor. I am your host, Dwayne Sutton. We are back. We back. We back. We back. Yeah. Man, it feels good. It really does. Had a great weekend. Got some rest in. I'm rejuvenated. Um, man, it, it is a... Uh, it's been an experience going through this. Um, just doing a show here. And I want to thank each and every one of you who continue to support. Who've been pushing. Who've been contributing. Who've been responding. Um, it's humbling. It really is. Um, like I said, the numbers. It definitely continues to show. But uh, at the same time, it's not even about that for me. All I can do is help save one, and I've done my job. I've helped someone. I've done my job, and even if I didn't directly help you, if I just made you think, and it gave you an ultimate, hey, whatever it took to get you to that point, so be it. But once again, this is I Am Woe here on Anchor. It's the Wolfster. Your wall, your run, your home, your show, your partner. I'm that guy. And we family, you know? And because we family, you know, I, uh, you know, I gotta open up and I gotta talk with you. you know? I gotta vibe with you. you know? I need you to take me in, you know, what I'm, what I'm giving you. you know? Because I, I know, listen, I look forward to the feedback and I look, look forward to uh, interacting with people. So if you're listening to this on Anchor, slide over, leave me a message, talk to me, let me know what's up. Uh, you got social media, which I believe 98% of Americans do. <laughs> but if you have social media, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter. I am woke. I am woke podcast. Also, yeah, that's it. I am woke podcast. Also, I'm on Facebook. Dwayne said, not hard to find. Dwayne, E W, no E in between the D and the W. Please don't do that. Ugh. You know, you gotta say it. When you think of my name, think of Whitney. some rest I'm rejuvenated but came off a pretty tough week last week so much so that things I was dealing with resulted in an anxiety attack this being the month of mental healthness I decided to open up and talk candidly about my personal experiences with anxiety and I figured it would help somebody someone 
um, who's been going through or who's been dealing or may not even understand exactly what they're dealing with. But either way, uh, we're going to get this thing figured out. So this show is clearly titled uh, Help. Help. Now that can go so many different ways. Um, because when we say help, you know, it can be out of desperation. I'm struggling. I'm going through. I'm not really sure how I'm going to make it. Help. There's sometimes we go through things and we just don't know how to open up and ask for help. Because we can't necessarily explain what it is we're going through. Let me break it down to you. I developed um, my nerves have always been kind of bad, but I've I, I know full blown anxiety kicked in around the time I turned twenty six. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six years old. Um, so we're talking 2007, 2008, yeah, 2008 really. And, um, went through some personal experiences in, in life and some traumatic experiences and some things in me changed. Once you've been hurt, you've been scarred emotionally, mentally, those scars don't show for the world. You know, they're. They're embedded in you. You feel them. You deal with them. Um, or some of us should deal with them, and, and most of us don't even know how to. Um, these traumatic experiences, they come in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, um, loss, abandonment. Broken trust. That's just to name a few. Um, but just flat out being hurt. And you know what actually makes the anxiety worse? Or those feelings worse? The scars get deeper. Is denial of the actual pain that you experienced. The longer you go denying how you feel or what you actually experienced, the tougher things get for you. Now, people don't choose to deny those feelings out of choice, out of stubbornness. Sometimes they flat out just don't know how to express their feelings. And I'm gonna say this, um, it's predominantly black men. We struggle to express ourselves our feelings because most of us were raised that nobody really cares to hear your whining or complaining because that's what some people view it as mm -hmm. um, you expressing yourself and your thoughts and your feelings some people view that as whining and complaining and it will make a person shut down and they feel like they can't talk and they can't discuss 
And uh, what's the saying goes? Uh, when people ask, how you doing? Oh, uh, I can't complain. Can't complain. And if you did, nobody be listening. Wouldn't do you no good. People really believe that. And we do more harm than helping when we give off that treatment. Now, again, back to these feelings that you have. Let me go ahead and give you the actual definition of anxiety. It's an intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. An intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Doesn't necessarily have to be, necessarily have to be a life-changing event. It actually can depend on the person. You ever met somebody who just worries about everything? Because they're so concerned about the details of everything. Make sure every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And if there's anything that is forgotten or they're unsure of, they seem to be slowly unfolding or losing it because they can't remember whether or not those things were done. And then they go off and one small worry turns into a giant worry because they start to to basically make situations bigger than what they really have to be. You know, and it can be difficult to say the least. But here here are let me put it like this here are some of the symptoms when dealing with anxiety um and these are just a few you might experience some some that may not be listed here but there's fast heart rate rapid breathing sweating feeling tired or weak trembling trouble concentrating or thinking about anything else other than what is currently on your mind um, even trouble sleeping resting now some of these go hand in hand for instance like trouble sleeping feeling tired or weak because it's hard to rest and relax when your nerves are on edge your mind will not stop going it's hard to get rest It can put a strain on you physically. Your mental situation can put a, fain, a strain on you physically. This is serious. Anybody who mentions that they have anxiety or any type of mental disorder, please do not brush it off as if something that's insignificant. Sometimes our thoughts can be our worst enemies you know they say the most the most dangerous weapon known to man is the tongue to me the second dangerous 
mine. Why the tongue over the mind? Simply because some things get said and you don't even think about what you're saying or the consequences behind it. Your mind, though, creates different scenarios, alternate scenarios that couldn't be further from the truth. But if there's a possibility or a chance that it could happen, your mind can play those tricks on you. And I got to tell you, man, it's it's a scary feeling. Now, my anxiety is not that deep. Um, I mean, as far as just it can lock me up. I worked very hard, very hard to to um, maintain my focus. Try to see the big picture in every situation. But I'll be honest my habits are to just carry as much weight as possible no I don't mean physically yes I'm a big guy but hey I'm still sexy I don't care what you say about me anyway um, <laughs> but no what I mean by the weight is the burdens uh, the problems see my thing is I always feel like there's an answer or a way to handle everything that's just I personally do. I, I believe that there's always a way to handle everything or there's an answer to whatever question you have. You just really have to think things through. I'm more of a solution type person. That's who I am. That's all I know. When my anxiety kicks in on me now is because my problems have now become compound, compound problems. And I haven't found solutions or answers to those problems before another problem hits. Now, I'm good at multitasking. Don't get me wrong. But when it gets to be too much on me mentally, that's that weight, that burden. It starts to physically weigh on me. I get tense. Uh, my shoulders get tight. My focus is terrible. And so much so, when I had my anxiety attack, it occurred at work. I deal with dangerous equipment. I do. And when that situation hit, I, I had to leave. I could not risk my life or those around me because of my lack or inability to focus. My emotions were all over the place. But I wasn't concerned about it. It's the, the lack of focus. All it takes is one mistake, and that's it. So I had to step away for a minute and get myself together. I finished the week off, but my energy was done for the week. Going through that, it's, it's very intense. Like I said, my body gets tight. My nerves are on ends. Like I, I'm just, I'm fried. I can't stop thinking. Even when I'm thinking, I'm at a moment where I, I can't think. It's just quiet. You know, like I'm, I should be occupied by something else. I find my thoughts drifting back to that, which I don't have an answer or any control over.
I have no solution. It's scary. Now, my thoughts don't go venture off into the scary stuff of, you know, suicide. Is this the end? How far? No, it's not like that. It's not like that. Not, not what I deal with. Now, there are some people who deal with that. And here's the thing. If you deal with that, if you deal with any of this that I mentioned, that is okay. You, There's nothing wrong with you. Actually, at some point in time in life, every adult develops some form of anxiety. Some cases are worse than others, but because we go through life and we experience things and everybody has it on different levels, every adult at some point experiences some form of anxiety. But that's okay. We cannot think that going through these mental situations makes us weaker. Personally, I believe going through this and not acknowledging the situation, the disorder that you're, you're dealing with at the moment, uh, not acknowledging this and dealing with it, I think that makes you weaker because you're not taking care of business. You're not taking care of yourself. That would be like, you know, the equivalent of I have high blood pressure, but I'm not taking my meds or I'm not changing my diet or I'm not being more active. So, yeah, you have it, but you're not going to deal with it. Are you just giving up? You quitting? Because not dealing with it is that. Eventually, you will be consumed by that which is crippling you. You don't think it's crippling you. It will. It is and it will. Um, we cannot view any of this as a weakness. Like I said, it's a moment of weakness, but it doesn't make you a weak person. Talking about it does not make you a weak person and that's the part I want us to get to see for me when I deal with my anxiety I have to first acknowledge what exactly it is that I'm feeling what I'm experiencing and for me I need to talk out my my thoughts my feelings sometimes talking just doesn't I need to cry it out I'm not a big crier but when I do, I need to get it out of my system, out of my soul. Because if I don't, I feel like I'm just internally, I'm drowning. I've carried it around long enough and it's become too heavy and I can't do this. Because I don't even know what's the next step. I'm overwhelmed. So thank God for my wife, my helpmate. That is the person that I go to who keeps me grounded, who gives me inner peace, who prays with me, who holds me, who, you know, lets me know she sees me. She sees my pain. 
And she doesn't view me any differently. She's just there to help. You need to find someone. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you know. Your parents. A sibling. It doesn't have to. But you have someone in your life. Who's that close. Who's that understanding. Who's not judgmental. And here's the thing, people, if you are someone who is offended by the fact that you're not one of the people chosen to be the supporter, um, it, it it's okay, but don't be offended by that. If anything, if you want to make any kind of changes to that, maybe it's just you who needs to change. You have to become a little more open-minded and willing to be supportive. You know, this is not an obligation. You don't, well, I have to do this because this is my wife or this is my husband or this is my best friend. So I have to do this even though I can't stand. Like, don't know. You're not obligated to do any of this. If this isn't your forte, this is not your thing. This is not one of, understand strengths and weaknesses. If this is not one of your strengths, that is okay. Just get out the way so they can find someone who actually can help them. Maybe you have the contact to someone therapist that's fine there's nothing wrong with going to see a therapist this is this is how i view this by going to see a therapist it's kind of like having the idea of this painting that you want to do but you have no way of executing it trying to get everything that is in your head out comes out in a mess by going through a therapist, <clears throat> excuse me, they're able to sort through and help you process the vision that is inside of you. So you can get a clear understanding of what it is you're trying to do. That's it. They're going to help you paint that portrait. Not everybody sees and executes things the same way. We don't all communicate the same way. That's okay. But the point is you have to try. You have to try to, commun to communicate. Try to find a way to reach within yourself and get your thoughts and your feelings out. Try to find a way to express yourself that is beneficial to you. We can't let our mental disorders consume us. You Again, do not deny them. When your moods swing from one way to the other in a matter of minutes, hours, check, check yourself about that. You know, this isn't normal. What is going on? Why... Are you swinging from happy to angry, from angry to sad, back to happy, back to sad? Like, within a matter of hours, you're just shifting moods. Minutes, shifting moods. What is going on within you? Ask the tough questions. And then, if you can't seem to sort through it yourself, find help from a best friend a sibling, 
a, a, a helpmate, a, uh, your significant other, a teacher, a counselor, a therapist, your parents, someone that you can talk to. This has to be taken seriously. But you have to understand, it doesn't make you a weaker individual. Men, it doesn't make you a weak man to talk and communicate or express emotions. Like I said, I personally feel like it makes you a weaker individual when you know there's something wrong and you choose not to deal with it. You're quitting. You're giving up. You think ignoring will eventually make the problem go away. And that is unrealistic. Again, we're talking about anxiety, people. Sometimes anxiety can lead to depression and other different areas within the mental disorder chart or and I'm not going into all of that, um, not today, <laughs> but this is real. And we have to face it. We have to deal with it. If you're going to survive, if you're going to live, if you're going to become the best version of yourself, the best parent, the best uh, spouse, the best boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, or just a friend in general, We've got to do the work. I can't help anyone if I'm not willing to help myself. But I have to be strong enough to say, self, something's wrong. You can't seem to be still. Certain movements hurt because your shoulders and neck are so tight and tense. Your muscles are wound up. Your breathing's changed. Your, your, your verbal communication has changed. You stutter more because you can't seem to grasp hold of the thought that you're trying to express without saying what you truly are thinking. You're trying to override what it is you're feeling. Self, we have a problem. Self, we need to deal with it so we can function properly let's do the work people I'm here for you if you don't have anybody you can talk to or think you can you can always talk to me again you're listening on anchor slide on over leave me a message you can be anonymous it's fine I'll respond in my inbox I am Will Podcast Twitter Instagram Find me on Facebook, Dwayne Sutton. You want to be anonymous, that's fine. If being anonymous is not really a big issue, you just want to talk, I'm here. But there's always a way. There is always a way. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the ninth episode. The ninth episode of I Am Woe podcast here on anchor and again 
we want to make things clear. You don't have to listen here on Anchor. It's a lot easier. It's a lot more convenient. But hey, if you have other platforms that you're used to, that's fine. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and recently just found out, Apple Podcasts. Look me up. I am woe. And um, share. Tell somebody. We're doing the work, people. This is family. We family. Let's let's find a way to get to the best version of ourselves. Let's find a way to become the better you. I thank you all again for tuning in to the I Am Woe podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Sutton. This is episode nine, properly titled, Help. Let's pay attention to those around us. Sometimes they'll be asking for help and they won't open their mouths, but just look at the signs. Pay attention. Thank you all for your support, your love you've been showing. And uh, until next week, whoa, out. <laughs>